The following podcast is brought to you by Radio Southland and New Zealand On Air. Radio Southland is a community access media station based in Invercargill, New Zealand. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website, radiosouthland.org.nz, for our contact details. Kia ora and welcome to Saul with Jack and William on Radio Southland 96.4 FM. On the phone this morning we've got Simon from Manawanui who is the project manager. Kia ora. Kia ora. So, Kia ora gentlemen. Kia ora. So tell us a wee bit about yourself. Well, um, so yeah, I'm working at Manawanui at the moment. Uh, I went to University Auckland University got myself a degree there and uh, ventured into the world of private IT. I uh, was doing a lot of different jobs at that company, doing testing and um, some accounting work. And then I got shoulder tap for a role at Manawanui, uh, had a look into their business through their website, had no idea what it was all about, thought might as well give it a go anyway. And um, I haven't left uh, three and a half years later. Uh, thoroughly enjoyed the company and the mahi that we're involved in. Um, you came from outside the disability industry and stepped straight into the thick of it, but I don't think I'll be leaving any time soon. It's um, it's a place where I can do some good work, I think. Awesome. Um, what is your what is Manawanui for those that don't know what it is? Um, so the simplest way to explain Manawanui uh, for people who may not know is that we're a uh, an intermediary or a step between the Ministry of Health and people who receive funding uh, and services from the Ministry of Health. So the main way we support people with disabilities is uh, helping them use individualised funding. Uh, So that's a method of receiving the allocation for funding to yourself and then using that funding to pay for your support workers. So Manawanui steps in between the Ministry of Health and the whānau or the family and helps them manage that money to make sure they use it as best they can. So uh, at the moment Manawanui helps uh, thousands of people across New Zealand to manage their support uh, that they have for themselves. So lots of people employ uh, their friends or their neighbours or, um, or nurses and some people uh, use for businesses and care agencies. but all of it is made possible through individualised funding and Manawanui helps make that as easy as possible. Awesome. Uh-huh. So um, with Manawanui, um, is it New Zealand um, based or is it, um, uh, is it nationwide or is it just uh, centralised up north? So we have uh, a central office in Auckland but we have, uh, oh, I couldn't give you the exact numbers, but we've got quite a few staff that are based across the country, uh, dotted around the South Island and throughout the North Island. So we offer our service nationwide. Uh, we, we're, we're happy to, to talk with anybody in New Zealand who's interested in individualised funding. Uh, we'll have somebody nearby who can get to you. What services does Manuanui offer? Uh, yeah, so... What I was talking about before is our main service, which is managing individualised funding. Um, But then we have a couple of additional services that we uh, have that kind of complement it. So if you want to have a a 
some employees, we can help manage your payroll. So, I mean, that's the, the additional service that we add on top. Um, we have some things that are really good business practice, so some employment insurance just to protect people from personal grievances or any um, employment matters that may end up in court. We have some insurance that helps cover those costs. Um, some health and safety manuals and uh, and items like a first aid kit and smoke alarms to make sure that your home is um, completely health and safety compliant. So we just we do everything we can to make sure that people can use individualised funding as easily as possible. So we have our core service and then a bunch of um, secondary services that help support uh, what we do best. Awesome. So um, uh, with Manawanui, um, how can people um, reach out uh, for your services? Uh, so we, we, we'd love to talk to you any way that you find comfortable. Uh, so if you aren't a big fan of being on the phone, then you can get to us via email. Um, you can try info at manawanui.org.nz. So that's I-N-F-O, info at manawanui, M-A-N-A-W-A-N-U-I dot O-R-G dot N-Z. Uh, you can reach us on our website as well. If you Google search for manawanui, you'll find us. Um, and then if you're a uh, uh, social media uh, a fan like myself, you can even look at up our Facebook page and you can contact us through there. So any way that you find comfortable talking to us, we're happy to, to communicate through that method. Um, is there anything else you would like to share? Um, I guess I'd like to just say that... Um, Manawanui doesn't just help people with individualised funding. We we have a, a range of different funders um, that that, that op- offer something like individualised funding that we support. So we have some people who have funding through MSD. Uh, we have some people who have funding through their local DHB and, and a couple of other places as well. So uh, we're not just restricted to uh, the Ministry of Health. We, we are always adding new funders to... Uh, the list of people that we support. Uh, so yeah, thanks. Um, have you? I was just sort of touching base on earlier. Um, have you found any uh, challenges through your um, your journey through Manawanui? Oh yeah, we've faced many challenges. Uh, COVID was probably one of the biggest ones. Mm-hmm. Um, we 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 had, like I said before, thousands of families who. Uh, were were uh, quite uh, vulnerable with uh, COVID in the community, and normally, uh, if those people with disabilities were getting formal supports, they'd have um, they'd be in a residential home, or they'd have an agency who would uh, protect their their um, health and safety. But because they were with uh, Manawanui and individualised funding, uh, they had to rely on us. So we had we had to organise. Um, thousands upon thousands of masks and gloves to get sent out to thousands of different home addresses to make sure that our customers were kept safe um, and they could have their staff come into their home and, and have proper PPE. So that was a that was a massive challenge that we had to come up against and we actually, actually ended up winning a, an award uh, with Microsoft for that, that piece of work to make sure that ran smoothly. Um, 
and then the other challenges that came out of COVID was uh, once it was completely locked down and people uh, couldn't uh, move between bubbles, we had families that were now completely reliant on each other for support instead of uh, the staff that they may have had. So one of the things that we you know, that um, came out of that was that people could end up paying their um, family members to support them, the other family members. So that was a huge challenge for our system to basically change the way it works completely to allow that to happen because up until COVID happened, if you lived in the same house, you weren't able to be paid to support your family. But now that um, now that's completely okay, but that was a massive challenge to make it possible but um, we're really happy we're really happy with that change and the same thing happened with the uh, purchasing guidelines so now individualized funding is it's a lot easier to purchase items um, that are considered disability supports instead of only purchasing hours of support from your staff or an agency but that was a massive challenge for us as a business and we're still um, going through it now we, there's um, thousands of people now that that are coming to us with ideas of, of items that they'd love to use their funding for and we've we've had to um, get really good at assessing these different purchases against the criteria the ministry has set and giving people good guidance because ultimately we're just trying to make sure people um, stick to the rules we're not the ones enforcing it but we give people guidance about whether they we think that, that, that their purchase will, will fit the criteria. So that's been a massive challenge. It's still an ongoing challenge. Wow. I think it, 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 it's, worth, it's a worthwhile challenge because we know that there is a massive amount of benefit from people being able to purchase um, the items that they need rather than just be constrained to um, man hours or people hours. Wow, that's certainly quite a... It's mm. certainly quite a challenge. Um, so from the challenge to now have you um, I suppose that you've probably overcome quite a bit of it um, with working for the uh, with working through those challenges yeah definitely so if hopefully this it doesn't happen again but if we were to to enter into another lockdown and we needed to organize PPE again I think mm. that would happen really smoothly um, and now we've got really good uh, robust systems in place that make it really easy for our customers to to pay their family members if they're supporting them. And uh, we've got, uh, we've done a lot of practice uh, with the teams and a lot of training internally just to make sure that we're giving consistent advice regardless of who you get on the end of the phone if you're talking to us about whether you, uh, we think an item would be approved uh, through your funding or not. Uh, People are getting really consistent advice and really good, clear um, guidance as well. So I would say those challenges uh, have have largely been overcome. But with the purchasing guidelines, it's a it's a constantly changing uh, situation. Uh, just because it's so open to interpretation and the guidelines and criteria, not a, a set list of rules and 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 items. So there's always room for justification and moving um, expectations and people's opinions on how it works so that challenge will continue for a while I think but we've made a lot of progress there Awesome, awesome um, So for listening to Store with Jet and William on 96.4 Radio Southland 
So is also available to stream or download as a podcast from RadioSouthland.org.nz. Apple Podcasts and our accessmedia.nz available from Doodle Play and the Apple App Store. Just look for the TV Street logo and so is also available on Spotify. Thanks to Simon for coming on the radio this morning. Take up the awesome mahi. Have an awesome rest of the week. Thank you. Thank you, Simon. Thank you, Simon. Mahi, thank you very much, gentlemen. It was a pleasure. The preceding podcast was brought to you by Radio Southland with the support of New Zealand On Air. Their funding of accessmedia.nz makes these podcasts available. To find similar programs by other stations involved, go online to accessmedia.nz. Moved, moved, moved. DRC Southland are now at 60 Windsor Street, directly opposite New World. While their location has changed, their services haven't. DRC Southland's clients can still expect the same outstanding customer service when you're looking for health and disability aids, equipment, information and advice. Naturally, DRC Southland are accessible with off-street parking outback. A registered charity, DRC Southland, now at 60 Windsor Street or Google their contact details.